You are now listening to Conscientization 101, an online magazine combining reflection, music, and action through independent media. It's uh, very important to be with conscious African women and men. And I'm very excited to see Conscientization 101, to see Sister Zari there and the brother James and uh, to see that you have started an organization to conscientize the world, especially African people about what's really going on in this world. Conscientization 101. A lot of these people right now in this conscious, local conscious movement, they're not actually living in that, in that lifestyle. Fakers. That's why, you know, obviously yourself, we're on the same sort of frequency. That's why you're listening to the same things I'm listening to because we're sharing that same sort of thought. We want the same sort of things and a lot of people don't want the same sort of things. Even yourself, what you're doing now is for the people. So everything is people-based. Globally conscientizing. What's making me proud of what um, this kind of connection here is that, you know... Well, no matter what is said, no matter what is done, um, you, you leave that, you leave listening to our music with a feeling. The same way we're going to leave this conversation with a feeling. Mm-hmm. And um, that is the most important thing you know, for, for I and I, the, the vibe and the energy and the feeling that you leave with. Because you might not remember every lyric, but you're going to remember the feeling. So um, that's, 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 that's really important and that's what I'm getting from what you're doing. Doing, doing, doing. Welcome to another, as well as the last episode of Conscientization 101 Podcast for 2017. I'm your host and senior editor, James Stone, for this episode of the Conscientization 101 Podcast. And yes, this is the last episode of the year. Well, that's according to the Gregorian calendar, you know what I'm saying? That is the Western calendar, okay? The white folks calendar, you know? That's the thing about colonization. Not only does it have to do with expropriating your resources and labor, shit, them fools even colonize time, okay? And um, kind of got us like a cross-training section over here. You know, usually I'm on the ones and twos. I got Zari. She's being over there handling the ones and twos right now. She's recording this. Say hi to the people. If you can hear her in the background, she said hi. All right. But uh, she's doing that. You know, one day I'll be doing the managing stuff. Well, I do, but not as extensively as her. Anyway, back to what I was saying about, like, time and stuff like that. That's why we always promote having an epistemological curiosity as being essential for liberation, okay? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they colonize time. Anyway, today we conclude our two-part series, Cyclonius, 
the revival. All right, I want you to remember these are only excerpts, and we will tell you how to get the unabridged interview at the end of the show. Now, here is what we will be discussing with Cyclonius on the conclusion of our series. The inception of Cyclonius' track, Invasion Day, and the history, culture, and brutal colonial living conditions of the indigenous people of Australia, Cyclonius' track, Garvey, and the importance of carrying forward the Garvey blueprint to carry forward African nationalism, and much more. Okay, thank you, sisters. All right. Before we get into the show, we know you all want to listen to more from The Revival. But before we play some more from this stupendous album, I want to talk more about what I said earlier in the show regarding the colonization of time. I wanted to read an excerpt uh, from our venerated sister, Marimba Ani, from her book, Urugu, an African-centered critique of European cultural thought and behavior. One mark of the new mindset is the concept of time. For the African, ordinary time is punctuated by sacred time. And time is valued according to what the community experiences. Therefore, we can speak qualitatively of different times because they are experienced differently. Christianization repudiates this concept as it demeans African culture and substitutes a secularized concept of uniform lineal time suiting the more mechanized order which the European colonizers and neo-colonialists need to establish. Again, thank you, sisters. All right, now that's on page 186 of Marimba Ani's book, Urugu, an African-centered critique of European cultural thought and behavior. We want you to internalize this passage because when you do, you'll better understand the dialectical relationship between the intellectual and visceral profoundity of this statement. Like Marimba Ani pointed out, we Africans conceive of time as being punctuated by the collective community, thus leading to speaking of different times qualitatively. You understand? I want to emphasize that, okay? So you may be asking yourself, so what does that mean when we look at our collective living conditions? We are still in a position of domination, or as Marimba Ani calls the Ma'afa. You know, some people will say, well, what about this Negro or that Negro? What about him? He got the money. You see, that's, that's, that's my damn point. That's the point of domination. Because when they inculcate you with their conception of time, you see the so-called progress, and I call it so-called progress because it's progress that forwards the colonizer's agenda, because you see this so-called progress of an individual as the progress of the community. That's totally antagonistic of the African conception of time, what Marimba Ani was saying in that passage in Urugu. You see, the dialectic is that if you have to point to one, two, or even three so-called successful Negroes, that only elucidates the fact that this so-called progress isn't representative throughout the community as a whole. You gotta remember, individualism is they ting. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's why when we talk to each other, we, we say, them white folks got all the money. I want my kids to go to school with them white folks. You say, I don't want my kids to go to no nigga school. And I know what you'll say. Most Negroes will try to point to the criminality, the so-called criminality 
of the colonized of us Africans in a colonial position to this day, even in America. I know they say we have to be on the continent to be colonized, but that's another way they colonize information and have you thinking one way and you can't even articulate your, what you really going through. You articulate what they told you as, the, oh, I'm free. They said I was free. You see what I'm saying? That's why we still colonize. But what they have you do is point to the so-called criminality of the colonized as the real reason the oppressed, us as colonized Africans, haven't made so-called progress, right? Progress. But you got to remember what Kwame Ture and Paulo Freire accurately point out. Any analysis of the colonized without looking at the one who is really in control, the colonizer, is incorrect. And that's what they have you do. We always say, well, we don't do this. Well, we don't do this. Well, you got to ask yourself, what is we doing? We do. We following our training. What is our training? Who has trained us? You got to say, we can't say educated because educating is a liberating force. It's a liberating force. To educate is to liberate. To train is you just a zombie, okay? So we got to stop saying, oh, we don't do this. I know what makes a Negro. The Negro is just a zombie. Because all you got to do, I remember when I moved, I'll give you an anecdote. I remember when I moved to Houston, right? I said, oh, I'm in Houston. There's more black people down here, right? Hell, the Negro sounded like the crackers I was getting to fight with in Austin used to call me nigga every day. And they sound like, well, you know, well. I was like, man, why are you talking like that, man? Anyway, but all I have to tell you to do as a colonized person, this goes for all colonized people, okay? Uh, uh, but I'm talking to my Africans, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I'm that's that's the colonial representation I represent for Africa, okay? You got two things to do in this here life. You can fight or submit. Okay, that's it. That's all you can do. You got two choices. There's no gray areas. What about if I little bit submit and maybe submit on Sunday or something like that? It's like being a little bit pregnant. It's like I had somebody tell me, oh, you know, I like this man because he a little bit racist, but he ain't that racist. Then there's the big racist. I was like, goddamn, how do you qualify that shit? How, that's like saying I'm a little bit dead, but not all the way dead, a little bit pregnant. You see, we always trying to have some kind of dayton or some shit with them. You know what I'm saying? What they say, it's the lesser of two evils. It's not all the way evil and shit like that. What, you know, it's the lesser of two evils. Lesser of two evils. I, I, but see, I, I know my people. Y'all be talking that lesser of two evils shit when it's white folks, though. Because... Because when it's us, you be like, that nigga's evil. Kill all evil. When it's nigga evil, it's all, it's all nigga evil, you know. But when it's white folks, well, see, it's the lesser two evil. They really can't help themselves. I know what y'all be saying. But as I mentioned before, what does this mean? What does this mean when we look at this African conception of time? And, and we got to say qualitatively, if we do it, we are still in the ma'afa. So uh, you might be asking yourself, what the hell is the Ma'afa? Cyclonius, what's the Ma'afa? Divide, divide, divide to multiply and give thanks to Most High. Divide, divide, divide to multiply and give thanks to Most High. Divide, divide to multiply and give thanks to Most High. Divide, divide, divide to multiply and give thanks to Most High. Hey yo, the parasites are still eating while the 
pigs are police and we're still bleeding Eyes closed never to wake and shake off these demons Nations teeming, colonialism feeding between 1870 1900s Start their teeth in aggressive military invasions Fuck your feelings, you're three-fifths of a human being That's the reason Ethiopia is Eden They pulled that from the Bible quick Gave you the curse of ham, you stuck to the greatest trip Fuck words, action is the language so observed Witness the nerve of the beast, perverse, never preserved With the mindset of Sankofa, put my left foot forward In this globe, they got us cornered, dilapidated and slaughtered I ain't a rapper, dude, I'm much more and they can see it Fight for your mind and free it, for real fam, guarantee it Consume what we supply, you're the full guy, never deny Just stand by, creating cultivate like a bonsai is my reply Can you justify, living in a pigsty Swine policing your kind, the outcome nullify Scared of revolution, what the distribution signify Wanna be everything but you, won't unify We smile even though our heart aches We seem to edify the struggle so beautifully Just to make the change apply Played like a penis, the melody hypnotized The sky's poison, they distribute You are advised, mesmerized by death On the screen that's advertised over and over again until the train is standardized This is my scroll for your soul to go and analyze Centralized at the craft that's been colonized Left foot forward, trample the orchid uncivilized It's how we move in these times Next gen wise, speak the truth rather than lies These bars are psalms, build the broken through these words Build a nation from these palms, hold my peoples with these arms So the world can see it, fight for your mind and free it For real I guarantee it Sterilization food that you eat is abomination Adjuration is the theme that my offer Still we're facing, been through it all Castration down to cremation Vaccinations invading your system Causing mutations The outcome For things to come is total desolation British Museum Hidden thoughts filled with Kemet Try to unify and rise End up like Emmet Lord of the Rings The people feeble just like Smeagol Totally evil to defeat you They moved deceitful They came for the pressures But mocked you like the movie The message is to study and build Or reside in the wreckage The action's aggressive, depressive It's never replenished Far from progressive, excessive, world rule obsessive Seasons of war, towers burns, deaths galore Fans mowing down the public, carrot covers the floor Police killing blacks like rats and settle the score I'd rather die protecting minds than hugging the floor Rugging the war, this is war, it's been for years The agenda is set, what is yours, I declare I ain't a rapper dude, I'm much more and they believe it Fight for your mind and free it, for real I guarantee it the first dialogue we had you had told us about the movie the the rabbit proof fences 
The Rabbit Proof Fence, not Fences, Fence, which was a film about the colonization of what what is known as Australia. And, um, you know, like we were talking about Tasmania and New Zealand, all that stuff in that part of the world. In your album, Unto Us, you give a shout out to the legitimate owners of the land known as so-called Australia. And now in the revival, you you have a track that is dedicated to what they call Australia Day, but you the the name of the song is Invasion Day because that's what the uh and I'm gonna call them the indigenous people call it. They call it Invasion Day or Survival Day. And that's celebrated on January twenty sixth. But the white people they celebrate they're celebrating Australia Day, just to make it clear. So on this yeah. track, you basically give a history of the atrocities that were and still are being committed against the the indigenous people <laughs> <laughs> and the conditions in which they live. Like you say, they they don't nobody really discusses it. You know, it's it's rarely discussed. We have several videos um, from John Pilger where he talks about it and he shows the living conditions. And when you look at that. It's like they're not too far removed from when the British first inva- invaded, you know. And so mm-hmm. it's like, can you even give them the narrative of, of progress or integration? You know what I mean? Can you mm-hmm. talk about the inspiration behind this song and why you included it on the album? Okay. Um, for as long as I could remember, I always wanted to make a song for uh, the First Nation of of Australia. But, you know, everything that I was creating at the time, it just didn't, if something don't feel right, I just don't go with it. I, I heard just, that. I won't even, yeah, I don't even uh, add no more fuel to the fire, you see what I'm saying? But, um, I remember there was, I can't remember what this documentary was called, but you know, at the start of Invasion, um, invasion Day, you hear this guy talking. And he's, he's an Aboriginal, I mean, he's a native to the um, to the land. So it's, it, this guy, watching this guy on there and hearing him talk, it really struck a chord in me. And then watching Rabbit Proof Friends was, I think, was the was the uh, nucleus to start my um, uh, my love for the um, uh, for the native people of Australia because it, it it's it, it's really sad their situation, you know. Um, there's many tribes of black people across the planet and some of us are warrior people and some of us are just very peaceful and loving people. And Australians, the first Australians to me are, 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 I wouldn't say they're not warriors, but they're not, they're not people who likes to deal with conflict. And um, I wanted to do something for them because the more you research about them and the more you go into them, you just find that they're, they're, just, they're just some Africans that left, not even left Africa, but you know, like the Pangaea effect or whatever you want to call it. They're in that part of the world because they decided to be there. And they was there just doing what black people do, living off the land, replenishing and creating. But they, they're, they're, they're a bunch of people like that doesn't have a voice. Like yeah. Yeah. If, 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 if you wanted to right now, you could go out there and research about Ethiopia and get a nice, rich uh, uh, um, story and a timeline of Ethiopia. You could do the same thing with Kemet. You could do the same thing with Nubia. But when it comes to the people that are, in, when it comes to the black people that are in um, the Far East, 
of the planet, which is that corner of the planet, you don't hear nothing. Yeah. But when you go over there, you you, you you find that a lot of the black people out there are going through certain atrocities and genocide that no one wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's something where I wanted to bring that to um, the, the family's attention uh, and the other corners of the planet. You know, um, mm-hmm. um, I thought that they, they really did deserve to have a voice because there's there's a few um, indigenous people out there that I speak to and it's heartbreaking the stuff that they tell you. Even some of the documentaries you uh, you were, I can't remember, there's a disease that they've got out there, yeah? Where even in certain, I don't like to use the term, but even in the certain third world countries, yeah, that that disease doesn't exist because even they have enough medical expertise to uh, get rid of that disease. But in Australia, they have it where it's a disease where it affects the eyes. Once it gets once it gets contact with the eyes, if it ain't sorted out, treated, it could turn you blind and stuff like that. They've got all things like that going on right now. For people that used to be several billion, um, a nation of, of 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 several billion, is now down to like what was it three? Was it four to three percent of the nation? I that's, know. That's I'm actually looking at a. Uh, uh, I'm actually want the reason, but I'm actually looking at the percentage. They say they're about one point six of the total population today. That's ridiculous. One point six percent. Now come on, and no one wants to talk about that. Yeah. That is that is disgusting. It is. So it's one of those things that I, I I would I have no shame in saying that. Like you know, watching Rabbit Proof Fence that that brought tears to my eyes watching that because it's so sad. Of like you know, we as um, black people in the other corner of the planet, we've gone through the same thing. You're seeing the same thing of roots. You know, when they've gone over there and they're taking the babies away from the, yeah. the, the mother and then you're seeing the grandmother smashing the rock on her head because she's inflicting pain on herself. She can't believe what's going on. Like, it touched me to the point where I was like, I need to research more about these people. And the more you go into their, to their, um, who they are, and they're beautiful people, but no one wants to talk about their atrocities. So I thought, you know what? Let me do something where people have to take acknowledge they have to acknowledge them have to acknowledge what's going on they have protests out there and people the some of the some of the fake australians out there i just call them the british here and all these other people that are out there you know they want to um not make their situation aware Mm -hmm. they don't want them to be um out there and have a voice they don't Mm -hmm. push and televise um when they're protesting about invasion exactly exactly that's why I wanted to do that. I wanted to do something for them. Not for myself. It's just for them. So at some point, I'm going to do a video for that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want it, I want it to, yeah, I want it to be, uh, I want it to be powerful. Like, I don't just, to me, the song was, is, is powerful as it can be for the amount of time that it is. It's like three minutes or whatever it is. I can't remember how long it is, but I want, when you watch it, I want it to, to, to spark interest, to, to, to spark anger, to spark sadness, to spark to spark happiness. All of those things I wanted to spark off because, you know, it's sad, man. It's really sad, this situation. And the thing about it is, it's kind of like, that's the essence of settler colonialism. That's the essence of the world configuration that Western domination and culture has brought us to. And the reason, like you said... It's set, when you take a take for instance and make a a, a comparison to the Palestine Palestine settler colonialism exactly. with, with the Zionists, 
It's mm. happening in real time. But just like the indigenous people of this land, and just like how Africans over here, they want to say it's a racial problem, right? They want to act like it's a fail complete. It's already over. White mm. crocodile Dundee live in that motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not that way. It's not that way. You sitting up there taking these, I, I, I look, I've read other accounts of African descendant people. You see what I'm saying? And you look at these people over here, they were the damn majority. And, 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 and sick Negroes, oh shit, I'm getting it. Uh, uh, <laughs> the sick Negroes always want to be empiricists because they've been trained at the Ivy, Ivy League schools. I don't call it I, no, Ivory League schools. The Ivory League school and say, well, they, the, the whites are a majority. How the hell do you make yourself a majority? You done done a lot mm. of killing. I come from a city, Austin, Texas, where we had 3%. It's less than 1% now. They done pushed all the niggas out. And you tell me how this happened in Australia. And, and the man at the end saying, it's, a, it's, a, it's an indictment on the European spirit. It's an indictment when, when you had me watch Rapper Proof Friends Cyclones and I done read the accounts, how they take the, the first thing the colonizers do is visit the woman and then they're going to uh, uh, amalgamate through that rape, rape the women and have the mixed mm-hmm. babies and then they're going to raise it up in the culture and they have a whole systematic methodical process to lighten up the race as they say in Latin America what a Negro told to me what they say and so you see uh, these these feelings like oh well you against this i'm against a lot of stuff because just for political i understand the origins of it and you can't have 1.6 percent of the population and you got these settlers it's an indictment and and, and they talking about inclusion mm. why i want to be included in your perversion it's a decadent society you need to take your raggedy ass home jailbirds I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, when you read when you read it and they celebrate it. And they celebrate it. They celebrate Listen, America. There was right? there was there was um there was uh I like I sampled uh two different uh documentaries where one white guy who was a professor was talking, he was breaking down um what they was doing to the Aboriginals out there, the natives out there. And it, it was for the air, like it was too much, so I couldn't put that on there. And there was another one where, um, kind of like the same thing, just highlighting certain things that was going on in that time. And I was like, you know what? I think the song. T- that's why I put the other two, the, the the one at the start where the guy was saying that you had a native saying that it's in a, a hidden gender, a hidden agenda, and that this story needs to be told. And then the one at the end when the guy was saying about how the Aboriginal spirit is um, is is a, is a beacon of um, of brightness and it shouldn't reflect on them, but it's showing you the white ways. I want you to leave it like that because the song speaks for itself to the point where you're going to go and uh, um, uh, study it yourself. And then, then you will come across the real atrocities because the the, the saddest thing is what's happened to them has happened to all of us. Yeah, all over exactly. The, the Americans, the, um, the black British, the, 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 um, the blacks in Brazil and all that, we've all gone through it. But at, at least with all of, all of us, we've, we we can turn around and easily grab and see what's... It's easy for us to touch out. It's and invisible see over there. Yeah, it's invisible. Yeah, over there, they're like... No one really even knows about them. Yeah. They don't even... They, you know, it's, they're, they're like a, a, a people that's just waiting to die, basically. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, 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 and let me... So, it's, it's sad. Let me read... I want to read some because I want to bring it into the conversation because, shoot, this is what we do here. 
I'm reading from a book uh, called, uh, I got some problems with some of the stuff in the book, but I think this is a good point. It's, it's called- Doesn't my, mean everything is wrong. Yeah. my glo- Doesn't mean everything. I got a problem with everything. My global journey, my global journey, that's my first problem with it, in search of the African presence. It's by Renoko Rashidi. I, there's some other stuff, you know, from praises to celebrities- Helping Africa more than black people that he says in this book that I have a problem with. I just have to say yeah. that on here. But this he he went to uh, Australia and he said he said this. I I have since visited the continent on six occasions from November 1998 to October 2008. But while I was in college, I had a chance to read an article in the Los Angeles Times about the brutal treatment uh, made it out made it out to Australians Aboriginal people by the English convicts, administrators, soldiers, and missionaries who landed in Sydney's Botany Bay beginning in 1788. The article told of scores of Aboriginal people being tossed to their deaths from high cliffs and of rewards being offered for the scalps of black men, women, and children. All this Mm -hmm. and more I I was later to confirm for myself, but I learned that that during the 19th century, it was not uncommon for whites to shoot Aboriginal people for use as dog food. Indeed, yeah. during certain periods of martial law in Australia, it was not a crime to murder a black man. Other horrendous reports I read then told of entire families of black people being rounded up by whites and of men, of the men of those families being handcuffed and then castrated right in front of their screaming family members. The men's yep. heads were then cut off and strung around the necks of their wi- widows, and w- who were then brutally gang-raped right before their children's eyes. Following these bestial acts of brutality, the children were buried in the earth up to their heads. At a point, yeah. white men kicked and clubbed the children's heads off while forcing the mothers to watch. Still other you accounts... Hold the purpose. They used to do that as a game. Who can kick the head the furthest? Carry on. And they talk about how much they love children. Still, other accounts told of Aboriginal people being given blankets affected with smallpox virus and of Aboriginal women and children being affected with venereal diseases through sexual contact with white men. The Aboriginals' water holes were poisoned. It was only in 1967 that Aboriginal people in Australia were even considered human. Today, the Aboriginals' constitute 1.6 of the total population of Australia. Not surprisingly, however, black men make up 70% of the prison population while black women make up make up 50%. The life expectancy for an Aboriginal man is 45 years and the infant mortality rate for Aboriginal children is among the highest in the world. So with that being said, the reason they want to keep history around you because you're going to look at uh, an interracial relationship a little different when you know you know it ain't even about you they don't they want you 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 they want you to be included when you can't be included in that when you know who you are that you can't be included and it's not even got nothing to do you want to harm other people but you got to build up your own people listen what they did to those people and they got the nerve to talk about crocodile dundee and crime law and order when they to reduce the population to 1.6 percent i read this i i can't even oh that's 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 a lot. That do you know what do you know what there's that, that like I said there's no there's no more original Tasmanian and Tasmanian to me is connected to those same people. Uh, they those are. people are all the same. And you know there there was one I, I I hate to bring up these sort of things, but I'm going to add on to that. What the um what the invaders invaders used to do. This is what they used to do to the um Tasmanian women. Yeah, they used to they used to round up the women, tie them up, 
and they used to get the um these uh long type it's kind of like a if you want to call it and like an arrow yeah and they would they would shove it in um uh to the um in the women's vagina um vagina upwards and then you know how the um, arrows are created, so it's, it's easy to go in, but it's 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 like it's brutal yeah, yeah. and yeah. devastating to pull out. Yeah, they used to do that regular. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh-huh. And these these are stories where, like, you know, it's, it's 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 painful to hear and all that stuff. But this is what we need to know because these people that are ruling over these people and are there, they're only there through what's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah? That's right. That's right. That's that right. DNA is still inside them. I'm not trying to say that that's what they're doing now, but if they really cared and loved you, yeah, uh, uh, it, it, as all these people try to say how they're civilized, yeah, they'd be the civil people. A civilized person, knowing that that land doesn't belong to them, they would either say, look, we're here now and we're sorry for the past. If we, let's all get along. They would make sure that you are um, a part of society and a, and a part of the, the construct. They are not doing that mm-hmm. right now. Where them people are, where they set, where where a lot of the um, indigenous are settled out there, they want that land because that land has resource. They has rubber and all sorts of other things there. They want them off that land mm-hmm. so that they can take this thing. They have no love for those people there, and that's the same thing. What's going on in anywhere on the planet when it comes to any person of color? You know, this isn't me saying stuff out of hate. This is just facts. Because that's what I like to deal with. I like to deal with fact, exactly. factual stuff. And factually, not all white people are, are dangerous like that. But everywhere that they've gone, they've never gone there and came there with peace and love. Because that's their policy. There. That's their policy. Exactly. You can't look at them individually, but their policy as a group yeah. was to destroy and steal. It's survival. Yes. And, and you also... That's what, go ahead. No, I'm saying that's why I love Chris Wilson because when you go in, because she's not coming there to spewing out of the mouth. She is a person. She's a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. She looks at um, she looks at issues from the mind of the people, mm-hmm. not the people themselves. She goes into what makes them tick the way that they are. And when you go into that, their thing is is, is survival because when you when they was in their boats, because remember they were early race. When they got in their boats and they sailed around, everywhere they went, they saw black people. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. They give you the illusion that the, the words like minority, but we are not the minority no. on this planet. No. So their thing is, it's genetic annihilation we're dealing with here. When they come amongst you, they're not. They're coming to you to wipe out. That's like again, the Australians. They're ne- they're nearly wiped out. The Tasmanians, they don't exist no more. When you go into Indonesia and those sort of places. Even they're going through hell right now. The blacks in Indonesia and in places there. Like when you come into, no one knows much about the the Ita people, um, the blacks that are in like the Philippines and uh, Thailand and all the people that settled in all those places first, and then got all of those people in all these places that we're talking about. They all got pushed to the hills and the mountains and the the jungle parts. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And you can see genetically where all of the um, these other people are the, the offsprings of those people. Mm-hmm. It's just like who was it? Um, Paul Mooney when he said you have to be careful when you, you when these other nations look at their family tree because when you shake it, a black person will fall out of it. <laughs> yeah, 
know? And, it, and the thing about it is the the thing the real thing to get people said, well, well, how do you combat that? It's all through power. No matter if they want to uh, genetically annihilate you or they want to love you down, the point is, as scandalous as they uh, are, our real job should be to gain our own power and in that you can neutralize their agenda. You see what I'm saying? But like you said, you have to have an understanding where it starts. Yeah, we could go to Australia today. We can go to parts of uh, uh, even Texas today. You don't see the first and the the consequences of an event do not start if it ended its point of occurrence. It reverberates. They did all that to where they can have the nice homes. They have. I've read in Australia about in Australia how they reduced them to like desert portions of the country and the most yeah. unarable the land and they get the best land that used to be their indigenous lands for thousands of years. That's what they did exactly. to us in South Africa. That's what they did to us in South Africa. That's what they're doing to the uh, Palestinians. That's what they do and, in the Congo. And that's what they do in the Congo. And once you understand the, have the context that this is all colonialism and this is what they were doing to their own people. Before exactly. they before they went to the 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 they, was, they, they did that to the Irish they did, they that did to it the to the Irish. Irish yes they did it to the Scottish like you know this is this is nothing new this is what I'm saying that yeah. people this is this is this is the whole point of the revival the revival is is is, is basically just trying to say to you stop being a fool stop being led start to do your own research because when you start to look at things you know history is best qualified to make us know. I mean to get what um the lessons we know need to know for today. Exactly. Yeah? So what we need to do is to look at a, a situation, study it and make sure in from now on that shouldn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Get me? Once bitten yeah. twice shy. You see what I'm saying? That's not supposed to happen again. Yeah. Yeah, and- it's like even with the, the levels of racism and the mindset of um, black people in Texas, even that should be something that we should be looking at and pushing out because that is a place, if you go back in a certain point in time in Texas, black people's getting hung regular out there. You ain't yeah. got to tell in, me. In recent history. You ain't got to tell me. I, my, my, I got stories. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. That was happening then and it's still happening now. But yeah. I guarantee you, when people, when people focus and look into America, I'm talking about from someone from the outside looking in, Mm-hmm. There's two places what um, that people um, think of straight away: New York and California. Yep, that's it. That's and it. And everything else, everything else, no one really cares about. Yep, we know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same way ultimate, here. <laughs> yeah, but ultimately, what it should be is that us as black people, we should be having a connection with all of our black people everywhere across the planet. Because I guarantee you, if, if like over here. There's a Chinatown in, in 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 the major in the major part of London. There's a Chinatown, but in other places they have a lot of Chinese restaurants here. If a Chinese person comes over from China and lands in London, guarantee there's going to be work for them, and it's going to be Chinese people putting them into work. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to say is we should be having connections between us people all over the planet. Yeah, yeah, and we should be opening doors to each other like the other people do, and we should be flourishing. Yeah, because at the end of the day. Like we've just all this whole conversation has been about our resources, our um, contributions to the to the um, civilization, um, our entertainment, everything, everything that we do, everything about our whole being is in the billions to trillions. Yeah. Yeah. But 
little things like music. Mu- Hip hop is is in the billions now. It's the leading selling music. That's ours. We yeah, don't control yeah. that. We don't control yeah. it. That's the point. Our food, little things when they made us when 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 they made us um, slaves and we had to make food out of the parts of the meat that they didn't want to eat or cook. Now that's a delicacy. You they, they want to call it soul food now. They want to call it West Indian cuisine and all that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. we need to start being in control of our sh- um, of what we do. Um, 360 whether it's physically mentally whether be in control of that and start being start be, um uh holding each other accountable for everything and yeah. reviving that 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 great spirit that we once have because right now everybody's docile mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it's not trying to lead it away from the, the um uh, invasion day but i'm saying that invasion day it's all connected man it's all connected yeah it, 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 the whole point of that song was to show, like, you know, to, 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 to tell the same tale, but give them a new spin on it. Like, yeah. It's not new to me, but I know a lot of people that, that listen to that, they normally hear us talking about Africa and, you know, Kunta Kinte and all of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know but what? Oh, go ahead. There, there's just, you know, there, there's always a new tale to show you, and it's the same technology that's been used. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. When, when I listen to the song... It's basically uh, a continue. It's an, a song talking about another group that was affected by settler colonialism that doesn't even have get a voice. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. That's another thing because they spread us so far on the globe, and we are an ancient people that you know they couldn't deny. It. So we, you know, they try to confuse us and say it's not colonial. Colonialism only happened on the continent. You know, no. We have a spe- if we use our own African social theory, we'll say colonialism for us also implies that they took us from home and then put us in these different territories. It's all based on our center, but it was another in that long history of Western co- colonial imperial domination, a group that doesn't even get honorable mention. But you see what I'm saying? And it's so sad. That, like they're being terrorized in a basement somewhere, you know. Exactly. And nobody, nobody can hear them. Nobody can hear them. <laughs> and also going back to what you said, Sykes, about, uh, you know, building up our own uh, uh, independent capabilities. And we have to understand, and I, we and it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard because that's why we listen to the revival. It's going to start small. You see, it's not going to be on Instagram where I saw somebody on Instagram a while ago. This is why I don't even mess with the stuff. It was like a couple months ago said, don't buy, just crazy boombastic statements which lets you know that you are actually powerless and you're actually projecting that when you run around murder mouthing. It was like, don't buy nothing if it ain't black. Buy 100%. If you ain't black, you don't need it. But you're on your iPhone. Mm -hmm. You have a program. Mm -hmm. So let's, 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 let's be pragmatic. And stuff like that. I don't buy nothing unless it's black. So you, you, Verizon is is black owned. <laughs> the Coltan in the phone. iPhone is black owned. We're gonna start small, but we gotta capture our markets where they're not looking, and that's how you build it. You, but we've been we've been taught this Hollywood mentality that it's all or none. This is how we get it. We have to start. We don't even understand how things things work really small. If you think they took us over, they think we got taken over overnight. You know, mm. they they worked their plan with us for millennium. Mm-hmm. We didn't yeah. just get like this overnight. You yeah. Know? So, because then that would mean that we weren't fighting at all ever, if that was the case. So, <laughs> that can't be true. Exactly. <laughs>
the history talks about that our culture, our law has been right. It's a sad story. But that, that story needs to be told. So the world can understand the world can now. But what is happening in the other corner of the world, which has been which has been a hidden gender, has to be publicly the first Australians had 250 tribes all with their own languages Laws and territorial boundaries, different ambages Stretching over the whole continent, 1.6 billion lives Trying to thrive, all competent, the English was running out of places to house their convicts The Queen instructed Captain Cook overseas was the project January 25th 1788, 11 giant ships entered the harbour, Rarang's gate Each ship had 1,300 people on board, half were convicts The rest were all soldiers in accord with the mission Been sailing for 8 months from England, arriving at a strange land with men, women and children and native lit fires around the harbour yelling to leave they thought they were devils devilishly came to deceive at first light the order is given to disembark for aboriginals this is the start of a broken heart penny pray that you fade away every time this song plays you'll never fade away the whole world sat and watched even up to this day they celebrate a breakaway called invasion day yeah they hope and they pray that you fade away every time this song plays you'll never fade away the whole world sat and watched even up to this day they celebrate the breakaway called Invasion Day Arthur Philip gathers supplies from London so we can win over the natives He also gets instructions to occupy these new places As they are now seen as British territory oasis It justifies themselves calling them animals Abrasive, the red coats dance with the natives for three days A sly way to earn their trust and change how they behave While they chopped down trees and started clearing the land And territory already occupied by many clans They quickly learned that the men in red all bore arms And to be avoided or they would all face harm Smallpox wasn't native to the First Nation This infestation nearly brought annihilation The British wasn't affected by this disease They was immune Carriers that brought the nation straight down to the tomb Life shattered, families scattered and torn apart For Aboriginals, this is the start of a broken heart Penny pray that you fade away Every time this song plays you'll never fade away The whole world sat and watched even up to this day They celebrate a breakaway called Invasion Day Yeah, They hope and they pray that you fade away Every time this song plays you'll never fade away Away. The whole world sat and watched, even up to this day They celebrate the breakaway called Invasion Day They hope and they pray that you fade away Every time this song plays you'll never fade away The whole world sat and watched, even up to this day They celebrate the breakaway called Invasion Day Yeah, They hope and they pray that you fade away Every time this song plays you'll never fade away The whole world sat and watched, even up to this day They celebrate the breakaway called Invasion Day All that can never kill the Aboriginal spirit. It can, man has done terrible things to the Aboriginal man, the physical part of us. It, it has caused everything you said it has, the degradation has been there, but that's just a reflection on the era of the European white ways, not the Aboriginal spirit. The Aboriginal spirit is a shining pure spirit which still is part of this. So now we want to talk about your track, Garvey, in some detail, because like we were talking about before, it's a really important and relevant song. Like you mentioned, you know, some people may know who Garvey is, but didn't know what happened with Garvey. And like, I know growing up for me, I saw Marcus Garvey's picture 
But I didn't know about his work. I just saw his picture all the time with the regalia he had on, and that's all they that's all I ever knew. And um, of course now I know more, but growing up, you don't get to you don't really get to see what Garvey was about. Mm-hmm. And in this track, you give a, a real succinct a succinct history of Marcus Garvey's life and his work as an African nationalist. And we want to play a clip for um from for you and for the audience from a talk our late dear brother Dr. Amos Wilson gave at the Slave Theater in New York. Um, brother Amos has lectured and written extensively on the work of Marcus Garvey, one book being called, uh, entitled African-Centered Consciousness versus the New World, World Order, Garveyism in the Age of Globalism. And in this clip we are about to play, Brother Amos talks about our essential need for African nationalism and gives a proper analysis of the nature of nationalism. So we're going to play the clip There's only one serious leadership structure available for African people, and that's the leadership struggle provided by African nationalism. It's the only way to go. There's no other way around. You must understand, but see, some people have deceived you about nationalism, what nationalism is and what it isn't. Some people have told you that nationalism means race hatred. That it means, you know, one race being superior to another race. It's the same kind of joke that they tried to tell you about uh, Afrocentrism being the mirror image of what? Eurocentrism. It's a joke. It's not true. Understand what nationalism is. Nationalism is an ideology of a thousand faces. While we may have a similar sense of what it is, It involves no one definition that can be agreed on. No two types of nationalism are the same, ladies and gentlemen. And we have to recognize that. Nationalism is very important. Nationalism, allied with the sense of nation, offers unity and mutual support, solidarity and identity, structure and cohesion to people who otherwise may feel atomized, insecure, vulnerable, and bereft of stabilizing norms, values, and affirmative social relations. Through through nationness and nationalism, the individual transcends his existential aloneness and shares in the much broader virtues and power of the group. His power and that of the group to which he belongs are one. And let us look at nationalism Nationalism creates focused power which enables the people to achieve ends, which is separate individuals pursuing their own unrelated self-interested ends they could never achieve. The power generated by nationalism is the bane and harbinger of destruction for those who wish to establish or maintain imperial control over other people. What are we saying here then? that some nations may use nationalism as a means of unifying themselves, of creating self-determination, and after doing so, to fill themselves with an ideology of racial superiority and an ideology of manifest destiny, and using their nationalism combined with the sense of manifest destiny and racial superiority, enslave other people and colonize other people. 
And this is the essence of European nationalism. But the essence of African nationalism is a different type and of a different kind. And we have to understand that clearly someone, before someone confuses us. Black African nationalism is a nationalism of liberation and self-determination, not of conquest and domination. It is premised on the percept that blacks and African people shall not be the subjects of another people, nor should they subject themselves to other people. That black peoples and nations should exercise the full rights to develop and utilize their material, human and spiritual resources primarily for their own benefit and well-being and for the benefit and well-being of others as they see fit. That they are not the inferiors of others and not destined by God or man to exist in the forced servitude of others. And when and if and for whatever and however long they may be the willfully subjected to the domination of others, they are commissioned and they are obligated by their inalienable rights as human beings to freedom to resist such domination and overthrow it as soon as humanly possible. So when we talk about an African nationalism, we are not talking about an ad, a nationalism of racial superiority, a nationalism where we intend to conquer and rule and enslave another people. And African nationalism is needed to liberate us from the nationalism of others. Nationalism evokes a sense of cohesion and belonging in a people that permits them to cooperate and to coordinate their activities and to align themselves in order to achieve their national and individual freedom. That was a lot in there, and then we know it's your first time hearing it, but <laughs> when you consider your track and, and what brother, brother Amos Wilson was saying and explaining, it's apparent that our mission as African nationalists is not to just have hero, hero worship of Marcus Garvey, but we have to continue to do the work towards strengthening our nationalism for the future. Like you were saying, for people who have children, that's the work we need to be doing. And, mm -hmm. you know, we wanted you to talk about in relation to, you know, your song and what Amos Wilson was saying about nationalism, you know, can you talk about those, you know, together as it relates to our essential need for African nationalism, you know, which is, I would say, the basis of the unity we were talking about. Garvey, Gar and Garvey's real right, mission in exactly. the life of Garvey. Yeah. Um, my, my, my whole reason why I, I wanted to make a song about Garvey, um, okay, like, the Uhuru album's done. Right. Yeah. And but obviously it hasn't come out yet, and that's definitely looking to come out now. On the on the album, um, Force, he made he made a he had he gave me a beat which was it was so powerful. I wanted to um, I wanted to tell a story about someone great. And initially, the first person I had in mind was Garvey. But then I thought, no, Garvey um, is someone that a lot of people may know when it comes to black history. Let me talk about someone who they might not really know at all. So I chose to write a story about Henry Clark, which when that comes out, you guys can listen to that. But then as time progressed, I was kind of like, actually, a lot of people don't know about Garvey or Garveyism, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. When you talk to um, 
See, and I'm glad you said that the, 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 the thing that we need to stay away from is this celebrity lifestyle, stardom and stars, yeah? Mm-hmm. Because stars are, are, are planets or um, suns that are far away from us and we can't, we can only look at them and marvel from afar, right. which is not true because these people lived on the, on the planet Earth Normal exactly. human beings, exactly. just like me and you. So we need to come away from that. But the reason why I wanted to talk about Garvey is because when you turn around and you say to a black child nowadays, like the majority of black children, I should say, because not all black children work the same way. But if you go to a black child and say, who was Marcus Garvey? They don't have a clue. But then if you ask them about Queen Victoria and, and all <laughs> this sort of stuff, they, 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 they can break down and have dialogue about that. But I, I've got a problem with that. You know, if you ask them about certain pharaohs, black Nubian pharaohs, they don't know who you're talking about. Or they want to come with the, the conception of them being Illuminati when they don't even know what Illuminati actually really means. Mm-hmm. So you can just see that they've 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 done one us they've done us over in the sense of further of us not knowing ourselves. And the reason why I cho- chose Garvey to speak about is because imagine you talking to a child who who grows up looking at black people as horrible. You know, like when you've got that, um, the, the white doll and the black doll, which one's the prettier one and what? Imagine they've gone through all of this sort of stuff and then you turn around and say to them, did you know in, in, a, in a time when it wasn't called to be black, yeah? In a time where we was catching hell, one man stood up, yeah? And he organized people without no Instagram, without no Facebook, without no emails and stuff like that. He created his own newspaper, which was sold worldwide. Black people all over the place was buying this newspaper. Certain certain individuals, certain children, um, they 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 studied when there was a, a, a spokesman who would read that, who could read at that time, would read to the whole populace of, of that area, and those people would run away to their parts of their villages or their township, and they would recite what they heard. Do you can you imagine? And, and feel the power within that, like um, a person who organized um, people to put their money into to pay for the Black Star Line because he he could see that um, the, the power was in economics, like to, 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 you know, shipping and importing and exporting and all that sort of stuff. A person at that time when it wasn't cool, like you would catch hell for just being black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let alone being a smart black person who's organizing people. And he stood up unapologetically and said to black people, it's time to organize, it's time to rise. Mm-hmm. He like people love um Malcolm X, they love Martin Luther King, and all these people that um, you know, I could draw on more names for which I won't. But he was the nucleus for all of all of that, what you see. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was the person that gave them that spark. Yep. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh-huh. So he was a person where I was like, you know what? Let me have a song when and again, in that short space of time, whether it's three or four minutes, the song is, you've basically got what a, um, a history class will sit down and try and tell you and make you read about. You've got that in in, that, in just three minutes. That's just a quick, if you want to get a quick lesson, that's your quick lesson. And then if you want, you can go and build on top of that. So I'm not trying to put Marcus again into some superstardom and even though I think he should have that, but I'm saying I'm not trying to put him in that. I'm trying to make people understand that there should be a bit of Garveyism in all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, 
again, when you watch um, things like Sana at TV and all that, they had they had that um, uh, they had this um, test that they like to do on the people. They hold three pictures up. Who in your life means more? They got a picture of Marcus Garvey, picture of Jesus Christ, but looking um, white, brown hair and blue eyed, and a picture of Garvey, Jesus, and Malcolm X. And the majority of people all uh, point out Jesus Christ is um, has done more for them in their life, and he's the be and end all. And I'm saying to myself, I can't believe people are black people are this um, far behind in 2017 to the point where what Garvey has done for you right now is you can still feel. Um, the shimmering of what he's what he put he tried to put in place for us. Mm-hmm. Even Malcolm X, Malcolm X is a bit more closer. So those two people, you can turn around and say, you know what, these guys have done more for us. Now it's de- it's debatable that I'm not, I'm not trying to um, destroy anybody's um, religion or anything, but it's debatable even if Jesus Christ even existed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> but we're talking about you've got two people that is documented you can most probably go to their mm-hmm. grave site right now mm-hmm. and see these people walk the planets of the earth and they died for you mm-hmm. so it to me what garvey was just, it's so important that i thought this 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 guy's story has to be told and it has to be um revived in 2017 and beyond because it's not just for this year it's for the future it's for when my daughter gets older i'm gonna say yo check this out Boom, play that. Don't even read the book. Because even though I've got his, I've got like a um, few books in him, don't even read the book. Listen to this and tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, that was my, uh, to me, Garvey's, Garvey is very important. And his story needs to be told. It needs to be studied. It needs to be re-looked into, not to copy what he done, but to continue the work, to move forward from that. Because he laid down the blueprint of, of how to get it, how, how to make things change for yourself, how to organize, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the reason why we, like, played the clip, because it's just like uh, the essence of what Garvey was laying down is not, you know, I'm Marcus Garvey, I'm your Messiah, it's African nationalism. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and, and that's the essence of it. And, you know, while I, uh, it is disheartening to uh, show that um, when you, you ask the average African on the street, who did more for you? Well, you look at the institutions in our community, you look who holds the power, and we also have to understand that they have waged war on us. It's normal that they're going to pick that Jesus picture because that's the war they've waged on. And like the first thing, you, one of the things you said when we did an interview, we're at war. And so if we're at war, it's not unsurprising that we're not going to know who Marcus Garvey is. So the true essence of Marcus Garvey work, like you said, not to be a superstar, say, oh, Marcus Garvey, it's over with. I'm happy with the little Marcus Garvey park they got in Britain and New York. And that's it. It's to, you, when, you'll see the essence of what Marcus Garvey's talking about when we have an Africa town, wherever we go. Mm. You see what I'm saying? That's that nationalism. Exactly. Yeah, so that's exactly right. That, that's the importance of that. So, and, and here's the thing that, that I, I told you on email. It's kind of like it, it make you tear up because... He did die like broke. You know what I'm saying? This guy who tried to give it all for the people. And those of us who know that have a responsibility to build that that nationalism that Amos Wilson was talking about because that's the essence of Garvey. That's the, If he started a paper, he didn't start a paper to ego stroke. He started a paper because he said, well, he, Garvey's always talking about power. Black African people having power. That's what he's... And he was highly critical of the League of Nations which became the United Nations because they... 
we weren't sitting at the table. So that's why, you know, that Garvey thing, like you said, we got to know who Garvey is. So Yeah, because if you are oh. to pick a picture, just real quick, you should pick Garvey because Garvey is what inspired Malcolm X. And Malcolm X is what inspired the Black Panther Party, you yeah, know? exactly. So it all, it all flows and it, you know, and it's not like the positive, the not the anything negative. I'm just saying the the bright line in this is that uh, the Black Panther Party, it, with all the problems that Sonya TV might have, is still some type of effort to move something forward. We're still moving forward. Like from you said earlier, like yeah, Sykes exactly. Said, like We're Sykes still said. moving forward from all that, and that sparked from Garvey. You know, so uh, there you go. All right. The, the, the importance <laughs> of it all is, as well, um, is that every single thing that happens on this planet is a lesson. So, mm, you know, whether yes. it's your friend, whether it's your friend and they might be strung out on drugs and then they they fought and then they rehabilitated themselves, that in, in itself is a lesson. You can watch the effects of what drugs do. You can see how they didn't let it um, defeat them and they rose back up. They, they, they fought for their life to be back to normal. They got themselves not back to maybe how they was before, but they've got themselves back to um, um, some, some sort of rise so they can better themselves and continue. Now, this is the sort of things that we're supposed to be looking at Garvey. We're supposed to look at what he was doing. We're supposed to look at the, the things that he did wrong and we're supposed yes. to learn from yes. that and be like, okay, yes. we're not going to do that or we're going to do this instead. Yes. We're going to look at the, um, the, um, the values of like, like, it's like you know, having a, a, maybe a unit of people that might be too large, which is going to let um, other people come in and um, infiltrate and um, break down what you're doing. Um not strategizing properly because he was very passionate, but he he was a bit silly sometimes in 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 in, in not proper strategizing. Yes, I agree with you. Yes, these things. yes, yes. So what I'm trying to say is, we're supposed to look at at the whole thing of Garvey and take the good and then look at the bad and mm -hmm. see how we can um, better the bad That's and make exactly it good. Right. Because the whole point of it is making everything in his corner um, positive. He laid down a blueprint, brace, basically. Yeah. That's exactly right. And it's just like John Henry Clark. We, we, Go ahead. No, I'm saying we, we we need to stop studying Jay-Z's blueprint and look at Bobby's <laughs> blueprint. I know, that's right. Whatever, whatever, what whatever, yeah, whatever the hell that blueprint is, anyway. But it's you just like, it's just like I hate I hate slogans, but it's something Dr. Clark said, uh, uh, like he said, if they kill the man, you continue to plan. You continue to plan. But kind of going into the, la the next question, what they do is they turn a, a plan for the group into ego stroking. So, Zari, take us away with this next question. Okay. <laughs> Garvey was a man who, in retrospect, was far ahead of his time. This is clearly proven by the fact that his ideologies have resurfaced today and could be considered a major factor in the liberation of African peoples the world over. Born in August 1887, St. Anne's Bay, Jamaica with tension. Far from heaven, his father, born a slave, was withdrawn from the fam. They had to call him Mr. Garvey when they spoke to the man. Marcus picked up many ways from his father and felt his pain. His mother worked out in the crops throughout the sunshine and rain. Like many blacks, she cooked for the whites up in the kitchen like most mothers. She wanted the best for her children. Spent hours reading books. He said, ambition was strong. 
blacks and whites mingled easily in the place he was from His best friend was a white girl, his father despised the friendship Sent her to England to live her life He told her never speak to him no more cause he was a nigger That was the first time he witnessed hatreds deliver Left school became a master printer, building a doctrine and published His own paper called the Garvey Watchman Garvey toured 38 states throughout the year He felt and saw the presence of Jim Crow vivid and clear July 2nd 1917 St. Louis, racial violence covers the streets, buildings Left in ruins, Garvey stood out on the streets of Harlem Voice booming, building up the local self-esteem His pain was looming, gave the locals hope Yeah, a nation for their own, you and I, a meetings held Thousands call it home, dead, the hoover on the prowl To put an end to the rise of the black messiah enterprise Nationwide, sent a black agent inside the UNIA To gather evidence to send his plans in disarray What in our own economy, Garvey saw in his mind The importance of commerce globally Black star, light money came in from the shares Bought in 1919, another boost to the structure Of the red, black and green, Garvey betrayed by his team Undercover reports, found a way back to Hoover and him up in the courts Gave him five years after two years of appeal He served two years and nine months Head over hills but was ordered to be deported New Orleans to Jamaica Everybody came to say farewell A heartbreaker as he arrived He received the Herald's welcome Settled in Kingston Had two sons work Was selling you and I A property taken by America's courts Garvey's hands were tied Bankruptcy force He moved out to London Where his pain grew thick He had a stroke George Padamoroni died Homesick Broken unpopular Garvey reads the script Which triggers another stroke Immense pain and flip the next morning, 1940, the 10th of June. Black Moses passes away. We still love you, Marcus Garvey. We sought to revive the spirit of black people from despair to hope, from, from, from lethargy to positive action, from fear to courage, from, from inertia to assertiveness, from anti discrimination dodges to, to manly confrontation. He gave them goals possible to man, the highest creation of God. Because he believed with all his heart in the innate abilities of the African race. On August 1st, 1914, Garvey launched the Universal Negro Improvement Association and African Communities League in Jamaica. In Jamaica. An organization to advocate the unity and blending of all Negroes into one strong, healthy race. After the First World War, there was a resurgence of the Ku Klux Klan influence in the United States. Another decade of racial hatred and open lawlessness had set in. English Negroes were again prominent among the victims. African people were by this time more than ready for a Moses. And only a black man could express the depth of their feelings. Marcus Garvey settled that question for thousands by forming the U.S. branch of the UNIA and ACL in June 1917. All right, this is where we got to leave it for now. That is the conclusion of our series, Cyclonius, The Revival. But remember, these were just excerpts from part two. If you want to listen to this dialogue in its entirety, all you have to do is go to our store, and there you will have access not only to this particular interview, but to all of Conscientization 101's unabridged interviews, musical commentaries, and merchandise. And most importantly, you'll be supporting 100% independent media. Anyway, like we always tell you, we promise you the unabridged interview is what you really want to listen to because the podcast was just the tip of the iceberg. We touch on so much more with Cyclonius, and that's why you want to get the unabridged interview because I'm going to tell you what we cover that you didn't hear. I'm going to tell you what, what I'm going to let you know what we covered, but that you didn't hear that you can only get with the unabridged interview. I'm going to let you know what that is right now. Yeah. The European Social Theory of Individualism 
and how it adversely affects African and other colonized people, the importance of group organization and consolidating power to repair the African nation, and staying grounded to balance your ego. So pick that up today in our store. Tell a friend. Tell them to pick two or three up. Pick up the whole series. Pick up all of Cyclonius' series. We got a whole bunch of them. Pick up all of Cyclonius' catalog as well. And speaking of his musical catalog, we're going to get into what songs this episode has featured, okay? And they are not listed in the order they were played, by the way. Cyclonius, my author, Invasion Day, Garvey, and Mayotte from his album, The Revival. The Force, Wild Wind That Blows, instrumental from his Wild Wind That Blows with Cyclonius EP. All right. We wanted to thank Cyclonius for taking his time to dialogue with us. And for more info on Cyclonius the Natural Disaster, check out his social media and affiliated websites at... Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, you can find him at Cyclonius. Website, cyclonius.co.uk. And on his Bandcamp and SoundCloud, just search for Cyclonius. Thank you, Sister Zari, for making that more succinct besides me saying all the time, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, website, Bandcamp. You see how you got to work with people. It's the community. You got to work together. You know what I'm saying? It helps it flow better. You might have an idea and then somebody comes up with something better. It's called development. It's called practice. It's called conscientization. One-on-one. All right. Links for music featured in this episode are available in our show notes. Links for social media and affiliated websites for Cyclonius are also available in our show notes. And don't forget, when you visit us at conscientization101.com or c101magazine.com, sign up to our mailing list for exclusive information and downloads. Hit up our store, support 100% independent media. Also, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Conscien1, that's C-O-N-S-C-I-E-N-1, on Facebook at Conscientization101, and Instagram at C101Editors. So, we will see you next year, according to the Gregorian calendar of 2018. And before we get out of here, we wanted to remind you to get the revival from Cyclonius And we wanted to leave you with some words from Cyclonius about what he has planned for the future. And also, after that, we're going to leave you with Cyclonius telling you about balance. See you next year. Take us away, Cyclonius. For now, I can see me taking um, time out um, from creating music a little bit. Um, You know, I can't see what's going to happen in the future. You never know. There could be a revival part two. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But um, what I will say, what is like, I done a, I done, I done an album called Heroes for Hire. That was a um, a comic book um, uh, audio CD that I done. Part one's really out. Part oh, okay. two done, and that's ready to come out. So that at some point is going to come out, um, which is good because right now we're in the um, we're in the realm of um, superheroes. Everybody loves that stuff, so it will fit in perfectly with everybody with that. Uh, the the Yuhura album with Force is done, so we're just we're, we're just looking at when and how that's going to come out. Um, I'm 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 very much into writing scripts, 
and um, uh, I've done a few, um, I've written a few scripts for music videos and I've, I've directed them. I've done, um, I've done a couple of forces, I've done a couple of my own, um, uh, and then um, other people's ones that I'm writing at right now. Um, I'm looking to do that, that film I told you guys about still, especially now that I, now the rev- revivals are, all I need to do is just shoot videos for it. I can put my energies around that now to just finishing the script, getting the actors together and um, practicing um, what they need to practice them filming. Um, I'm, you know, I've got, um, I mean, talks with certain people about filming in um, other short f- um, films and stuff. Um, to be, f- oh yeah, that's it. I might, um, there's talks about me doing um album, not even an album, an EP with Apex Zero. Okay. Which, um, that, that to me will be very interesting because I, 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 I like that brother's spirit a lot. Um, like, he reminds me of myself in some ways, but um, he's very, like Cyclonus is very, uh, there's very, there's, there's, there's a lot of shades to my character. Like, um, as you can hear on the music that I do, one minute I'm chopping off heads, next minute I'm talking about Invasion Day. <laughs> I, I, I jump on many different concepts and stuff. Well, I find Apex Zero, he's very much in the trenches. Like, I see, uh, this is how I see um, rap, um, uh, rap artists. I see us all like superheroes. You know, you've got the Avengers and you've got all these people like that. Right. I see us, we all, we, all got, we all got powerful things to say and we're all very, very powerful with our vocals we do a lot of stuff which create images in, in our minds and stuff so I see that's very much like superheroes and I see him I, I hate to put it in on this thing but I think like a Wolverine like he, he, he. I, I think that's why I had that song called Powers Combined because I know Cyclonus is is the natural disaster I work a certain way Apex Zero is like he's, an, he's, he's another form of me but different and then Black Stacks from Seattle, to me, they're very soulful, but they're very potent as well. Mm. And we all we all share the same um, vibrations, but express it express it different, differently. So um, that's something where you know I, I'm very much interested to see where that CD goes. We ain't, we haven't started doing anything yet. It's all talk at the moment, um, but. The, uh, again, uh, going touching back on quickly before I end it off, like Yahuru is, I, I, I would say if anybody who, who's heard the revival or anybody who likes the revival um, um, would, would definitely um, love the, the Yahuru album. You know, Force is, um, Force is obviously a rapper, but Force is an excellent producer and we wanted to do a kind of uh, um, a gangster type thing, you know, like we wanted to take it back to the real essence of like hip hop when you have the MC and you have the DJ. So the, 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 the Force is producing um, all of the songs on this album, all of the cuts are by Force, um, all the songs were organically made. We didn't sit down and construct anything. We, the, you know, the beats was given and, and I, certain cuts and all that was there or certain cuts wasn't there and I started to write and everything just happened, happened the way it 
happen, but the album is very powerful from start to finish. So if you like the revival, you're definitely going to like um, Yuhuru's very powerful album. And it's um, it's another undeniable album, that, that same word we used before. It's, it's The music on there, will I think, will stand alone in time and, and, and will shine. Um, that's what I hope um, the, the, the people feel the same way that they because music's about putting love into it you know uh, no love has been put into the music back in the day we used to play instruments no instruments have played into stuff and, mm-hmm. you know a lot of people try to copy other people's stuff but what I will say that is coming from my corner um, um, is going to be uh, very entertaining very um, educational <laughs> and um very potent. Um, even when I hear myself saying that the revival is my last CD, I don't really want it to be. But for now, that's that's what it is. That's the mindset that I'm in now. Hopefully, um, you know, a burst of energy comes back um, with a new way to how to attack the scene and how to lay it down for my people happens again, which I reckon it will do in time. But um, I think my calling is just to be artistic and spread the message in different ways get a bit more um uh sound and real with my people like you know whether it's you guys and, and we sit down and um, like when we come off air we can strategize of doing something to, to empower our people to better ourselves this is the sort of things that i want to kind of get into now um i think cyclone is the brand has done a lot and, and, and a lot is still out there for people to listen to and gravitate to but what about as um, Cyclone is the man? That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to kind of get more into and um, um, do things for, uh, to better myself um, and to better my family and to better the community. That's that's kind of more what I'm going to get into. So I'll say this, that, um, you know, I, I, I'm not finished. I'm not trying to say I'm going to run off the planet and you never see a hair <laughs> me again. And we'll see a hair of Cyclone a lot, but hopefully it's going to be in... Um, it's going to be much more of a broader light. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Yo, I roll in a jet black chariot Underground rap free him like Harrier Came to shut down the beast with malaria Atlas for my fam, yeah, carrier Any boy want test, yo, I damage it Ramesses, MCs, yo, I mangle it When they saw me coming, yo, they started panicking Watch them stand still just like a mannequin I'm flattening the fools that be rambling I'm babbling, rumbling, baffling I'm fashioning, your inner soul balancing Never care about blowing or cashing in Nowadays stars dealing with dazzling But you blinded with things that's happening When the real pops off, seem scattering Bark loud, no bite, yeah, saddening The enemies fake laws and it's sanctioning Get trampled in the wickedness cancelling Tell me what type of things are you practicing Be careful of the things you be dabbling Your culture soul, what you all scavenging Fight for the streets you don't own maddening Take away what's yours, start rationing Put your hands out bigger than aggling I'm a warrior ready for the battling Physically, mentally, start grappling Look around, yeah, your friends are vanishing The ancient ways, they're all just abandoning The past was immense What we do right now builds the future Let the power commence Won't sit on the fence when the atmosphere's dense The power's aligned, the rock commence When your mind, the old and the young in line My up, the planet's aligned Your death on the grind for the fam, yep, that's fine. My up, the planets align. The race against time, my energy and yours combined. My up, the planets align. Forever we shine. They wanna take what's yours and mine. My up, the planets align. Open your mind, the old and the young in line. My up, the planets align. You're left on the grind. For the fam, yep, that's fine. My up, the planets align. The race against time, my energy and yours combined. My up, the planets align. Forever we shine. They wanna take what's yours and mine. My up, the planets align. A 
my dons like Voltron We're all serious just like Dogon Fuck yesterday, pop it off right now You ain't ready, step steady, nigga, pipe down Warfare ever since first contact You're in denial, that's the reason you won't bust back Life is holographic, hold your emotions Penal going powerful, peace to commotions Out of the box, break the invisible locks The true and living can't be stopped Drunk off Hollywood spells that they cast Align yourself, stop playing the arse I yield the unk, won't bear no cross Rabbit time and rage till my rules fall off The narcos return, the love is confirmed The tables will turn, cowards will burn We are the inceptions, class with the androids Living in the West world, most of you employed Your power and passion destroyed The rise of the phoenix can't be avoided My words hit your soul like alkaloid Destroying the beast like the asteroids I'm scared so they label me a threat My queen is a warrior like Sekhmet Rain dance in the clubs, whole place wet World War Z, I'm the army's vet Out of the trench, out of society's stench We hit the gyms and we get hench The past was immense, what we do right now Blows the future, let the power commence Won't sit on the fence when the atmosphere stench The planets align, my up, commence Open your mind, the old and the young in line My up, the planets align, you're there upon the grind For the fam, yep, that's fine My up, the planets align, the race against time My energy and yours combined My up, the planets align, forever we shine They wanna take what's yours and mine My up, the planets align, open your mind The old and the young in line My up, the planets align, you're there upon the grind For the fam, yep, that's fine My up, the planets align, the race against time My energy and yours combined My up, the planets align, forever we shine They wanna take what's yours and mine My up, the planets align